Welcome to the English Waffle. Hello and welcome to the English Waffle, a podcast aimed at advanced English learners looking to improve their listening skills, listening to real conversations. Today's episode, I talk with my friend Tom about the pub, what it means to him as a non-drinker of alcohol, who doesn't drink alcohol, uh, and how pubs are special places for people living in Britain for very different reasons. Back at the end for some more waffle chat. In the meantime, sit back, grab a nice cup of coffee or tea or something else and listen to the waffle. Welcome to the English waffle where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough. That listening to the waffle is an entertaining way. Of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in. For ten whole earthen minutes of English listening. Hello. So we've got a very good special guest today. Tom. Special special guest. Double special guest. <laughs> you get the double special guest treatment. And we are in Slovenia recording this. Because uh, we've come to a conference for teachers, which sadly got cancelled uh, because of this small virusy thing that's going around. Well, I think it's not cancelled so much as a lot smaller, because rather than 300 people, there's now four of us. And we are we're having a very mini conference in a way, so that, that I think is important to stress. I think that's a that's a good point to make. It's not being cancelled, just just made smaller, reduced, yeah, done on absolutely. a smaller scale. Tom, when was the last time you went to a pub? Oh, uh, the last time I went to a pub was last Thursday in London. Ah. You see, for me, pubs are a bit like pantomimes. Fish and chips, uh, cups of tea, maybe cricket, in a very British institution, not American, not Australian. This is just, it's a very British thing, the pub, in my head. I I think that's true, and I think the, when I'm in other countries, I don't want to go to pubs. So when I'm, you know, travelling or working abroad and people say, oh, we've got an Irish pub, or Mm. we've got... And I was like, I don't want to go to a pub because I can go to a bar or mm. go to a cafe. Mm. You know, if I'm in Italy, I want to be sat in a piazza, yeah. um, you know, yeah. sipping a clever Italian drink or having ice cream yeah. and feeling really intellectual. You know, And if I'm in yeah. France, I want to be in a really clever cafe yeah. having deep debates, uh, yeah. probably with somebody else's wife um, in a traditional <laughs> French fashion. Yeah. And, um, you know, when, I, when I'm in sort of... Um, different countries I want a different thing but I think in Britain I often do like the the pub atmosphere the pub scene mm. and I, I'm very strange for Britain because I don't drink alcohol yes yeah. you don't because I think people do think who of pubs uh, as being exclusively alcoholic uh, beverages sold but they're soft drinks aren't they there are and it's it's interesting because I um I have epilepsy, so I don't drink for that medical mm. reason. 
Um, but in Britain, if you don't drink, people always assume that you are a recovering alcoholic. So when you say to people, well, I don't drink alcohol, and I'm a very large man with a beard, so people always assume that I drink a lot. And if you say, oh, I don't drink, in British culture, people assume that you're a desperate alcoholic. Yes. And that if you even sort of sniff somebody's wine or beer, you yeah. will immediately start attacking people with an axe. Whereas, of course, I just don't drink. And... Um, but I like a pub and people are surprised because they say, well, mm. you don't drink. Why do you like pubs? And actually, what I like in a pub, mm. and I like a particular kind of pub. Yes, um, So because pubs are very different for our yeah. listeners who aren't in Britain. Uh, people go to the pub for different reasons, don't they, as well? You've got, you've got live sport in some pubs, which are not my personal preference, but you, um, you, know, you can go to pubs where you can watch sport. You go to pubs where you can watch live music. Um, you can uh, join clubs. Various clubs and stuff are in, in, in pubs now, which maybe used to be the case, but there's certainly more now that I'm aware of, from poetry clubs to drawing clubs to talking about politics and going running and that kind of thing. Well, when I was younger, I lived in um, a village and our local pub was very much a kind of heart of the village in terms of where people met and social activities in the evenings, you know, mm. um, and even during the day. And, and that was quite precious, I think. And I think that's probably still true in a lot of areas. And what you see in Britain a lot now is whole communities buying a pub so if you have a pub in the middle of a, a town even, you know, that looks like it might close, then sometimes the local people get together and buy pubs mm. um, and run them for the local community, which is quite a nice focus, you know. That sounds like a great thing to do. But I read that there's a decline in the pub industry. I've, I've read well, because that... they banned smoking. Yes. Um, so people who smoke often used to smoke in pubs with drinking. Mm. When did they ban smoking? That's so in the UK, I, I don't remember actually, I'm not a smoker, but... In the UK, maybe ten years ago, I think. Gosh, is it that long? Yeah, mm. and but but also, like alcohol became so cheap and so available in supermarkets that a lot of people felt it was much cheaper just to buy alcohol yeah. in the supermarket and drink at home with your friends. Yeah. Um, and also, I think people are becoming the millennial generation is more interested in healthy activities. It's true, actually. People drink a lot less now. You know, they, people they... of my generation, I'm 46, um, people of my generation are very shocked by non-drinking, whereas people in their you know middle, early 20s often don't drink by choice. Yeah. Which is interesting. And, yeah. You know, the problem I always think with not drinking is that you have to find excuses for your behaviour because what I often find is after a party or a wedding or a you know conference and people say to me god you must have been really drunk at that thing because you did that and I'll go no I'm not drunk I was just an idiot and, um, and that's embarrassing because you've got no excuse you know, you've got to take full responsibility for your actions which is very difficult yeah um, yeah uh, but I, in terms of I'm sorry you were saying about pubs and sports for me a good pub is always an old pub mm. and a good pub has no television, mm. and a good pub has no fruit machines or trivia machines or buzzing lights, and you know, yeah, um, that stuff distracts from the joy of a pub. And in my job, I I travel a lot, um, and I often find myself in a strange city or you know where I don't know anybody and I don't know anything. So and often I've got like a break of an hour or so at, at odd points of the day between a meeting or between a training session, mm -hmm. um, and I often like to go and sit in a pub. Um, 
sometimes to have you know a cup of tea because uh, I do drink cups of tea I don't drink alcohol but I do drink tea um, but to drink a cup of tea or just to sort of sit and read a book or mm. sit and look and just sort of watch mm. life and I like the kind of I like the the static of a pub you know that you know when you go into a pub doesn't matter what time it is or what city you're in mm. it'll always be a pub you know if you go into the right kind of pub mm. you know it will always be a quiet safe haven in which you can just kind of sit and mentally recharge your batteries and do you find people you're a very sociable guy tom i know you um like to strike up conversations with strangers is that something that would happen in a pub particularly or do you find people talking to you in pubs or not so much it's an interesting question really and i think it depends on the time of day because i think in the hours of daylight in pubs people often want to be left alone you know, because if they're desperate al- alcoholics getting their first drink in, <laughs> they're just focused on the drink. Yeah. And and if they are mm. like me, sort of business travellers or whatever else, or tourists, then they're often either with people or doing something. Yeah. Um. So I will, for example, sit in a pub for an hour and do email or make phone calls. Um. You know, so there's not a lot of chat there. Mm. After darkness. You know, it's like werewolves, you know, and the moon comes up and, <laughs> and people in pubs are then chatty and it's much more normal to kind of just talk to people next to you. Yes. Um, particularly men, you know, men talking to other men, I find. Mm. You know, I find it's less likely in Britain um, that, you know, there might be women alone in a pub, mm-hmm. but they're much less likely to randomly strike up a conversation with a man because a lot of men are stupid and mm. take that as some sort of advance. Mm. Um, whereas yeah, a man talking it, to the man still, seems it's still the tip, typically the the if if you are going to get a a, a, set, a a group of people going to a pub, it will be a group of men rather than a group of women. Did you say? And that I think mixed groups go to pubs a lot yeah. now, and you know, but the there's still a kind of certain kind of pub and often it is the one showing sport mm. where it is a very kind of male preserve you know yes um and it's it's interesting because i'm i'm a relatively large bearded man mm. and i look like i drink heavily and i look like i'd be interested in sports and i look like i'd make derogatory comments about women mm. um but none of those things are true <laughs> i, I mean? can like vouch I, for that yeah i don't drink yeah. and i have no interest in sports <laughs> and i don't make derogatory <laughs> comments about random women yeah. Um, obviously, I make derogatory comments about women. I know, yeah, of course, <laughs> based on actual fact. But um, you know, so so I often find that men in pubs will strike up a conversation with me about drink or sports or women, and I mm. don't really want to talk about any of those things mm. with somebody that I don't know or somebody that I'm not interested in the opinion. Of. You know, so that's interesting. Yes, because it's socially, people often look at me and think, oh, he'll be interested in rugby or he'll be interested in. Mm you know, who played who at the weekend, you know, and I don't know and I don't care. Never judge a book or a beard by its, yeah. uh, by its cover or yeah. something. Yeah. Or <laughs> never judge a, a beard by its brother, because my brother, conversely, <laughs> really likes drinking, quite interested in sports, quite likes talking about girls. So, you know. Well, Tom, you've been, uh, you're an advert, I think, for the non-alcoholic drinking pub goer, hmm. uh, which I think is a good, good thing. So any listeners who out there who haven't uh, been to a pub because they don't drink alcohol perhaps should reconsider that but uh, I would also add as a caveat um, in British culture if you go to a pub and you don't drink alcohol mm. you know some foreigners will say I just don't like the taste Chancellor, in British culture doesn't work. What you have to say to people is, I don't drink alcohol because I've, I've got a medical condition and if I drink any alcohol at all, I will die. Otherwise, people will pressurise you enormously to drink. 
As a drinker of alcohol, in moderation, of course, I'd say that the choice of beers and and just drinks anyway, mm. it has got a lot better, mm. um, as has food. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like food, yeah. you go to the pub now and you can get a really decent meal. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, whereas it used to be kind of heated up in the microwave, a jack of potato yeah. and ham. <laughs> well, know. or, you know, like a pickled egg on the bar that had been there for about four years. Yeah, which uh, they called their speciality <laughs> and charged seven pounds for. <laughs> Um, and on no account anybody eat pork scratchings because no. uh, people are often very shocked to discover that pork scratchings are bits of pig fried That's yeah it. yeah Oyo. and our teeth breakers Oyo. as well your dentist Oyo. wouldn't approve Oyo. um well it's been lovely talking to you tom as always uh and, a pleasure. Uh, and uh, for all you listeners out there please get in touch with your experiences of pubs and if you've been to a pub or haven't been to a pub we'd love to hear from you uh, happy waffling. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the English Waffling. Okay. How did you find that listening experience, listeners? Um, at one point there, Tom mentioned that he likes to go to the pub in order to recharge his batteries. Uh, all of us, when we've been working or studying or looking after children, whatever it is that we're doing, we all need to find time to relax, to recover, recharge our energy levels. And we use this expression in English to recharge the batteries. How did you find the speed at which we talked? Were you able to follow, for the most part, what we were saying? 70%? 60%? Maybe more? Or were there certain bits which you found unintelligible, very difficult to follow. Well, this is very normal. As Owen was talking about in the previous episode of how to use the English waffle, when we speak English, often we don't pronounce every single word, or as the phenomenon called connected speech, all of the words, the sounds rather, are jumbled together. And, and this is what makes listening particularly difficult in any language. Um, but use the transcript to check your accuracy of what you think you heard uh, against what was actually said. Um, and we will be back soon with some more content for you to practice some more listening skills. Welcome to the English Waffle where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough that listening to the waffle is an entertaining way of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in for ten whole earth in minutes of English listening.